Well, a good day, and thanks for listening in. And if you get stuff in your mind like I do, and you've just got to get it out, um, this is probably what uh, this next you know, few minutes is going to be about. And I was on a conversation or call with um, a, a very well-known author uh, a couple of days ago, and he, he brought up something about you know the difference of what we do in life, whether it is driven towards self-realization or self-actualization. And I had to think back and think, look, what is the difference? Well, the thought process that I went down and the places that I went actually started to bring me into, you know, all the way back to some of the stuff that I'd done in, uh, in school a long time ago. And, you know, if you've heard of uh, you know, Abraham Maslow, and hey, by no means am I a teacher or anything uh, of psychology and uh, philosophy. And uh, I know some of the things that, uh, um, that work for me. And, uh, and I, I just thought this was a real sort of bone that I needed to chew on a little while. And I've, I've looked at some some content. I'll tell you the, the place where it is. But this this is quite a, a good comparison of the two things. So I'm, you know, and what it what it reads here is that, uh, you know, while it's only been um, more than a few decades since the phrase of self actualization was first coined as a psychological term, many thousands of years have passed since humans experienced self-realization and began their attempts to conceptualize it. Hmm. So the self-actualization versus self-realization conversation found notoriety soon after psychologist Abraham Maslow first developed a theory around self-actualization. And this was going back to 1943. And it says that the main queries dealt with, um, you know, uh, with the similarity to the, the, the questions that have been asked by people trying to get an answer to you know, this question today. And, uh, and it says, you know, that a, a self-actualization and self-realization the same, which is more important. You need one before you can attain the other. So if you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you've got to go through one sort of stage to get to another a big pyramid. And you'd start at the bottom with basically, you know, protecting yourself from the elements and getting some sort of security. And um, so it was saying, do you need, you know, one of these things before you can attain the other? And how much do these two concepts overlap? And does one hinder the other or do they work, you know, hand in hand? And as it turns out, there are a lot of similarities between the self-actualization and self-realization. Um, but it gets a little bit vague afterwards. And it says that the two concepts can work for or against each other, depending on your individual journey. You know, how you think, your circumstances, and most importantly, your responses to it. So look, I'm just going to compare these, um, <coughs> excuse me, 
you know, the basic definitions of self-realization and self-actualization. Self-realization is about discovering who we truly are outside of the ego's patterns and habits. And this involves letting go of attachments that keep us stuck in old, unhelpful cycles and realizing the power of the mind to retrain and redirect itself. And, <coughs> excuse me, I'm still, we'll have a, a lingering tickly throat here. Um, a key step in the process is developing equanimity. And that equanimity, I often look at that. Um, yeah, I'd forgotten this from so long ago. And really, it, it, it's the quality of being calm and even tempered under pressure. Evenness of mind, the calm of temper and firmness of mind, which is not easily elated or depressed, having patience, calmness and composure. So, you know, we get that from some of the self-realization, you know, so a key step in the process of developing equanimity and clear perception <coughs> is, a, is along the way to self-realization. And, and it goes on to say various religious traditions emphasize these things differently, such as almost like emptying the self and then filling up with, with whatever those religious beliefs are. Being like the ocean rather than the waves on the surface or becoming the empty vessel uh, you know, in of Taoist literature. <coughs> oh dear, sorry. Um, so almost it's saying here for self-realization, you've got to shed you know, a lot of things, old patterns and habits and whatever, and, and then fill them up with something else. But self-actualization, on the other hand, is derived from a humanistic psychological theory and is centered on the concept of fulfilling your soul's potential. Although it's ego-based, it goes beyond the negative perception of being driven by ego which is living in so many of us and associate ego with you know, a bad thing today, uh, it means rather that you have realized your own potential as well as have a healthy desire to grow, to help others and to achieve goals that are beyond the most basic social and survival needs. It is rather the ego's journey towards becoming selfless rather than self-involved and using our potential to benefit the greater good rather than for personal gain. So I, I found this, this interesting in as much as, you know, we, we're all told that, you know, we, we can spot things that come out of ego, you know, behaviors, decisions, you know, someone takes a, a stance or, you know, um, they have an idea, they're unresolved to change in it or whatever, and they're hard-headed and, oh, I'm right, I know more than you. Well, then is that the ego coming into play there? And um, this was actually taken from a site called Ego Science, which I thought was interesting. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get straight into like the, what really sort of, I thought was a good list for myself, you know, um, I try to temper my ego and I think I do a pretty good job of it. And maybe that's my ego coming out, telling me that my, I am tempering my ego. But the characteristics of self-actualized 
uh, people, um, and people who have achieved self-actualization often demonstrate some of the following characteristics. And I thought this was a, a good thing. It's almost like doing a quiz. You know, a sense of purpose, an understanding of what they were born to do, you know, a feeling that everything that they do to fulfill the mission resonates on a deep level. Well, over the years, I've developed that sense of purpose. I know that I have clarity. I know what I want to do, uh, a desire to serve, you know, more likely to understand how their individual purpose fits in with the rest of humanity. Service may include random acts of kindness, joining a social or political movement and volunteer projects. Hmm. Yeah, the giving back, wanting to get involved, you know, not being an island. Um, I thought that was, and you know, coming from Wales, with our, our uh, um, the the slogan on our flag, uh, our flag is uh, Eich Dien, you know. So that slogan is actually German. German means you know, I serve. So I, I've grown up with seeing this in front of me, you know, ever since I was a kid, and I I believe that's part of what I uh, I need to be doing. An expanded sense of tribe, you know, people with self-actualized may identify as citizens of the world rather more than, a, than an individual member of a religion or a club or a nation. You know, the sense of we is more inclusive than the norm. This was a, a, a great little um, list to go through. So um, I would say I'll, I'll put the link to where this came from. And it talks about how some of the the oversimplified view of Maslow's theories have been challenged and things like that. But at the end of the day, um, I would ask ourselves, I've been asking myself, is it enough for me to, to feel comfortable about what I'm doing or do I have to be demonstrating it? And um, I think I'm, out of all of the uh, the points on uh, you know these characteristics, you know some of the the demonstrations that are coming out, there's like ten or twelve different points. Uh, final one ends up in sense of humor, and I think I do have a pretty good sense of humor. Sometimes it's a bit wacky, um, but not everybody would, is going to display what's on this list, um, and some people were you know just self-realized, not self-actualized, will also display some of them. So what it says, you know, caution you, consider them as signs rather than rules. So I don't know whether this has been helpful or not, um, uh, apart from um, something that you can go and look at and, and maybe a self-check of, uh, you know, are the things I, I think I'm trying to do, are they being manifested? You know, is it more than just me being, feeling good about myself? You know, am I, put in that sort of spirit and intent into action. So um, that's off my mind for now. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm open anytime if you have ideas. Uh, if, and if you'd like to send me a message and saying, hey, look, you know, the things that are on your mind and what you've, what, what you've found and how you work your way through them, um, I'm a coach. You know, I spend an awful lot of time talking with people and I always say that, look, it's not my place to teach anyone. 
but it is my place, I believe, to bring what's inside someone, which maybe they're suppressing or not realized to the surface. So, all right, so this is Malcolm out. And uh, well, I suppose this has been not so much a, uh, just a beer with a friend, but uh, well, I know it's early. I think it's just coffee with me. All right, okay, until next time, bye-bye.